Hello and welcome to Good Morning Suffolk, the weekly podcast from Suffolk News. I'm Sam Harrison. And I'm Cameron Reed. Oh, hello, Cameron. <laughs> welcome to Good Morning Suffolk. So, guys, we are trying out a new format kind of thing where, you know, instead of it just being me for the whole show, we're going to have Cameron as a little as a little co-host, mm-hmm. which... Um, I'm really looking forward to. I think Cameron, you've made a very much a big impression in the office already. Um, I guess you know, tell tell everyone who's listening a little bit about yourself, and you know, why 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 did you get started in in journalism? Yeah, hi guys. Um, yeah, I'm Cameron, um, 21, and uh, this is my first job after university, where I went to University of Lincoln. I did journalism for three years, and um, so yeah, I'm just settling in, and um, yeah, it's looking good at the minute. Nice, nice. And you live in? I live in Mildenhall. 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 Yeah. So you drive into the very, very St Edmunds. I do indeed. Yeah, I do indeed. It's not. It's not a great journey. Is it not? It's it's all right. Yeah. How long does it take you from Mildenhall to Bury? Um, well, I can go two ways. I can either go through the, the villages like Hengrave and Icklingham, or I can go yeah. through the A14. Um, so what? it depends what mood I'm in, really. Oh, okay. Does it depend on the weather as well? Yeah, so this week I've actually been coming in on the quieter roads yeah. through Icklingham, just because oh, okay. it's a little bit safer, I feel. But, yeah. yeah, no, I get you. No, well, I don't actually drive, so I say, yeah, I get you, but I don't really know. <laughs> Right, it's I think you say, isn't it? Really? Yeah, yeah. No, no. And um, I'm, I've, I've been learning to drive. Mm. I've heard about... Seven, eight episode, ep- going episodes, well. going well. Episodes of driving lessons, um, lessons, and um, yeah, it's going well, thank you. Yeah, no, like um, we've been going on the A14, Ooh, which big leagues. Yeah, as a new driver, oh, it's petrol. A little bit, isn't it's it? Awful. Yeah. How do you do? You remember your driving lessons? I bet I bet you learnt when you were like. You know, straight as you were uh, 17, uh, you were like, yeah. I'm going to get a car. Not not the car part, no. but definitely lessons. Because I think it is kind of like a life skill, especially in today's age. Definitely. I think you've just got to try definitely. and learn it. Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. And, and you know, I'm really glad, you know, you're, you're, you're joining me on, mm. on Good Morning Suffolk. Mm. So, Cameron, you're going to be, hopefully, in every episode going oh. into the future, which is... You know, exciting. <laughs> what kind of, you know, obviously you've been a journalist for since you were at uni and yeah. this is your first job coming out of that. But like what kind of what kind of stories, what kind of stuff are you into? I know you're quite into sports and stuff, right? That's a good question, actually. Yeah. yeah. Sports are, are my main thing. They are my main thing. And as I live in Milnor, anything that happens in Milnor, I like to think I, I, I'm interested and I care about it. Yeah. Um, but as I'm young, you know, I've still got a lot to learn, still growing. So <laughs> I'm keeping my mind open. I'd yeah, say. no, that's that. I think that's the best way to do it. <laughs> yeah. But um, but yeah, enough about kind of us. This mm. so, you know, instead of, you know, the old stuff we used to do in Good Morning Suffolk, it was fine. It was fun, mm. but we really want to just share as many stories as possible. Yeah. And in this new format, we can do that a bit easier. So let's get into our first story mm-hmm. of the week, which is about a Mildenhall resident raises concerns. To, um, to the last leg host, Adam Hills, as he sets up impromptu surgery in town centre during Matt Hancock's mm. I'm a Celeb stint. So I think this is quite similar to the recent thing Piers Morgan did, yeah. which I covered where Piers Morgan was in, um, I think it was the Cock Inn in Little Furlough, which yeah. is Matt Hancock's, um, you know, cons- it's his pub, yeah. it's, his, it's his local pub. Yeah. And obviously Adam Hills, um, you know, Last leg. I, I really like Adam Hills. I think he's really funny, but um, he's kind of in um, in Mildenhall doing yeah. the same thing. 
obviously, Cameron, you're you know a Mildenhall boy. Yeah. What um what do you think about well, Adam Hills coming down? I've been keeping an eye on it, and I think he attracted a lot of people to the area. Yeah. A lot and a whole different range as well. I think he had people from all sorts. Uh, so parents, uh, school representatives. I think he had, um. A friend, well, not a friend, but someone I know quite well, uh, Councillor Andy Neal was talking about street lighting as well. So okay. he covered a whole load of things. And I think yeah. people just want to be listened to at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah. And again, I, I think that is a is a common thing that we're seeing pop up yeah. with this whole Matt Hancock being yes. in the jungle and everything. <laughs> is that so people want to want their voices to be heard. So mm. I do think, you know, it's 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 a cool thing that um, Adam Hills is doing. Um, we've got a couple of quotes. Yeah. Um, I'll start. So, Shelley, oh God, how am I saying that? Shella Kavanagh from the Union. Sorry if I mispronounced that. <laughs> yeah. She she noted that students with special education needs could suffer the most from um, the potential cuts. And in a quote, she said, "He, so referring to Matt Hancock, shouldn't be halfway across the world doing reality TV program when he w- he has real issues to deal with at home." Mr. Hancock has tried to draw attention to dyslexia, but he's, but if he's really bothered, he should look at the schools in the area and take note of what the cuts will yeah. do to them. So, you know, I think that's, you know, I think a lot of people are feeling that way. Let us know, um, yeah. you know, you people listening, send us an email to gmspodcast at uk. We'd love to know your thoughts about it all, but... um. Right, should we head on to the next story? What's what's up next, Cameron? Well, we've got the damaged roundabout um, on the Morton Hall estate, which oh, is, yeah, yeah it kind of, uh, I think Suffolk Highway said it needs to be monitored but not repaired. But mm-hmm. looking at it, and I think on the picture, it shows there are sort of bricks kind of coming off yeah. it, as it were. I'm not sure yeah. too much about that, but I think it's... It's something to keep an eye on for the future, for sure. Definitely, definitely. So, yeah, we're just looking at the pictures now. And, yeah, so the damage roundabout is at the junction of Otwell and Simmons Road. Um, It's quite near the Morton Hall pub in Bury St Edmunds. And um, I used to live on Morton Hall when I Mm. was... uh, Well, I think I moved when I was 16. So, like, from, like, 10 to 16, I was in Morton Hall. And um, it never used to be like that, I don't think. I think... um, yeah, I can't. I can't remember it being ever that bad. But I do know a lot of the. You know, Morton Hall is notorious for oh. its roundabouts. It seems like every five minutes there's another roundabout. <sighs> yeah. But um, have we got any quotes from this one, Cameron? Yeah. So, um, District Councillor uh, Trevor Beckwith has kind of said this is. You know, this problem has been raised with Suffolk Highways by the mm-hmm. Residents Association and himself and. He said, not only does the structure get damaged with blocks scattered over the highway, but the grass verges are also getting churned up, which yeah. kind of leaves an unsightly mess by the looks of it. So it's not great. It's no, not great. not great, not great. Hopefully, you know, they can get that sorted. But um, all right, let's let's head on to what we are, what we are next. Let's head over to Mariam Gamey. Absolutely. Who is giving us a little a little recent education story she's been working on. So cool. yeah, over to you, Mariam. Thanks, Sam. A story I've been working on for this week's Very Free Press is about the funding challenges facing schools. While £2.3 billion was announced by the Chancellor in last week's autumn statement, one local head described it as a drop in the ocean considering the impact of 10 years of austerity funding, rising costs and the unfunded pay awards for staff that have to come out of school budgets. 
The interview was with Dave Lee Allen, who not only leads Stowmarket High School in Stowmarket, but is also chair of SASH, which stands for the Suffolk Association of Secondary Head Teachers. Therefore, not only does he have the experience of running his own school, but he is aware of the challenges other local schools are facing. He told me that Stowmarket High School is unable to balance the books this year and was looking at a deficit budget. Even the funding announced by the government, which comes into effect from next academic year, is not enough to plug the shortfall. The impacts of the funding issues means wider provisions such as school trips will be reviewed on a case-by-case basis, although jobs at the school are safe for now. Freeman Community Primary School in Stow Upland is another school which is also facing a budget deficit this year and no doubt these schools aren't alone. Earlier this month, we reported that the largest ever survey of school leaders found more than half of schools in England are looking at staff redundancies due to government underfunding and rising costs. The survey was carried out by the National Association of Head Teachers and received responses from more than 11,000 school leaders in England. As Mr Lee Allen said in his interview with me, the current situation of the mental health crisis following the pandemic was only going to be made more challenging if there isn't adequate funding. The Stowmarket MP, Jo Churchill, said in a statement to us that she was also concerned about school funding and the day-to-day impact on students. She said she'd spoken to school leaders, the regional schools commissioner, and also raised her concerns with the schools minister and would continue to press the government on the issue. She said more needed to be done to address the historic inequality in schools funding in Suffolk. Thank you so much for that, Mariam. Really great to um, to hear about your story. Um, sounds really, really interesting. All right, so Cameron, let's um, let's keep going with these stories. I'm having a really good time mm. recording. I think mm. it's really fun. Um, so we've got like more of an inspirational story now yeah. about a Sudbury rump woman who, you know, she suffered these horrific burns in a pub incident, but she's now taking up bodybuilding mm. and has made, you know, this miraculous recovery. I think it sounds it sounds great. Cameron, can you tell us a bit more about it? Well, this is an absolute cracker of a story. I think yeah. this, is, this is fascinating and a, and a testament to Ashley Charlesworth who from Sudbury, and she suffered severe burns to her face, hands, and chest. And I just think what she's done now and... She's vowed to pursue, pursue her dream of becoming a bodybuilder. And, well, this has boosted her confidence as well as her muscles. I'll come on to the article. Yeah. So this is just, yeah. it's just quite, quite something, in my opinion. No, definitely, definitely. Just looking at the pictures now. Yeah, wow. And, you know, she, the, the burns do look... A bit painful. A bit painful. <laughs> and, you know, it's such a sad thing to happen. Well, and, you know, really feel for, for Ashley having to go through that. Um... A, a little bit more about it, you know. She was um, she was celebrating her her who was, her cousin's twenty eighth cool. birthday um, when a pub heater exploded in a beer garden um, in Great Cornard in Suffolk, and that was in April twenty twenty one. So you know, I I could only imagine what she has gone through to um, to get to the point where she's at now, but. Yeah. But it just shows, you know, it's, it's amazing. Oh, and I, I yeah. love hearing, you know, that's a really great part about this job is yeah. I love hearing the success stories and all the amazing things that people from from Suffolk are doing, you know. I think it's I think it's great. Um, I won't be challenging it to an armrest. I was going to say. I don't think so, She no. is hench. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> In the best way. Actually, if you're listening, 
you are looking very strong. Yeah. And I guarantee you would beat both of us in an arm wrestle. <laughs> Probably one pinky of yours. Um, Cameron, are, are you are you into are you into like the gym and stuff? Are you are you oh, well, into your bodybuilding? Well, um, I wouldn't say the bodybuilding side of things. The sport aspect, but gym wise, I need to. That would take a lot of focus for me and a lot of determination, yeah. and it, it would take a lot for me to do that because I'd also have to do the diet with it, I feel. To do thing. a good job, I need to do the That's diet. That's what they all say, isn't it? It's like mm. one part is going to the gym, but then yeah. it's all about what you're eating exactly. and all of that side of it as well. I don't know, but for me, I just hate it. I just can't do mm. it. I get, like, just really, I don't know, just a bit like, oh, my God, everyone's looking at me. <laughs> I know they're not. But I just feel like, oh my god, everyone's looking at me. Yeah. I'm I'm doing this machine like wrong. Or <laughs> You're something. not the only one. I think. Yeah, People, everyone else thinks that when they start. Yeah, yeah. And then no. you become a pro. You know. Yeah, so, exactly. So I could time. I could be like Ashley. I could be yeah, you know, bodybuilder. <laughs> Um, was so so you're not too into gym, but do you do like other sports outside of? Yeah, work? yeah, yeah. So my two favourite sports, I'd say, football and tennis, lead the way for me. And nice. I also play badminton with a friend do quite you? regularly as well. So I like to, and even watching other sports as well. Um, so yeah, it's a big passion. It's a oh, big passion. That's good. Are you in a team? No, no. Yeah, give me, give me time, and yeah. you want to be in a team. Uh, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm thinking about it. I'm you should, about you should it. do it. That'd be cool. <laughs> we could, we could like cover your stories oh, and stuff. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Journalist Cameron Reed <laughs> scores another one. <laughs> right, what have we got next, Cameron? Do you want to head to the next story? Um, tell you what, I'm going to give it to you, Sam, because I need to have a drink of water. <laughs> you <laughs> have a, have a drink dry. of water. <laughs> what are you doing? We're, we're, we're in the middle of recording this. <laughs> Excuse me, excuse me, audience. <laughs> We're going to get a bit of a gulp yeah, sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there you go, guys. Enjoy that. <laughs> no, okay. Let's let's have a look at this mm. folk cafe. Um, you know, launching a secret recipe sausage after teaming up with First yeah. and Butchers. Whoosh. So, um, a popular Suffolk cafe has launched a unique sausage with a little help from a butcher. Folk Cafe in Fornham Business Park, Fornham St. Martin, has teamed up with First and Butchers, which has created the sausage using a secret recipe. And just looking at these, do you see that big plate of food? Oh, yeah, it's I'm making hungry. me hungry. Oh, yeah. I am hungry. Yeah. The sausage looks amazing. Um, so cafe owner Ali Barker um, went on to say, we've been sc- discussing working together for a while and I'm really excited, um, you know, with First and Butchers. It feels like a great fit for both of us, and I've no doubt the products will enhance our offering. Mm-hmm. Indeed, that's, that's indeed. Really cool. yeah. and and well, she says she's going to yeah. sell the sausage in a new deli area of the cafe as well, which she hopes to launch soon. So um, I'm curious to see where this goes, actually, a little bit. But that sausage, just, oh, yeah. the meal in general looks I just... I know, it looks, it looks great. And, and I think this is, um, you know, taking part from... You know, uh, Kev recently did a story about Fox oh, yeah. and Butchers, yes, about yeah. the infamous, well, not infamous, famous wow. um, sausage swap story Indeed. that he was, you know, talking about for weeks. <laughs> and, um, you know, it's great to see the, you know, more sausage news. Yeah. It's, um, it's great to, it's, yeah, it's, it's great to, great to read about it. Yeah. Um, Angus, uh, Al- Alistair Angus of Fox and Butchers. Um, was also quoted in the story. And, you know, he says he's delighted to be working alongside Ali and the team at Folk Cafe. Mm. Uh, he's been a customer there for years, and it's great to see his products yeah, on the menu. Absolutely. I imagine that must be such an amazing feeling as a business owner to well, be able to, you know, network and, you know, 
yeah. expand with you know working with other businesses and stuff well, and work with that food as well exactly <laughs> exactly are yeah. you an English breakfast guy by the way Sammy oh you... tell you what oh hold on I like it okay okay but okay. I I don't think I would ever order it in a in a restaurant like if <gasps> if I was a yeah unless oh, you know I've been in you know a little like calf mm. where like you know you've got to get the English breakfast we've all got but. If I was in like a cool, more contemporary kind oh, of place, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I would I would kind of go for like a bit more of a eggs Benedict oh. or a um Ooh. I don't know or like a you know continental okay. option. Okay. Yeah. What about you? I bet I bet you're. Oh yeah. Every day. Love my bacon. <laughs> I love my bacon. Uh, yeah. And after a, a night out on a Friday, I'd say on a Saturday morning. A spoon's is, breakfast is yeah, quite, it's quite spoons, something. Really? Yeah. Is there is there a spoons in Milnor? No, not Milnor. No, oh, no, 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 no. I need to make that happen. <laughs> where is your nearest spoons then? Where um, would you be going? It would probably be Berries. It to would be, be Berry. Uh, yeah. But when I went to uni, it was very much yeah a, a lifesaver. You could say. <laughs> um. <laughs> no, that's um, that's good to hear. That's good to hear. So I think we've got yeah we've got time for one more story I think what do you think Cameron do yeah I reckon we it? squeeze yeah. one in yeah why not? oh this is a good one this is a good one as well so Paul Derek wrote this and mm. it's about this amazing um, therapy dog yeah. called Chance who has been nominated um, in Animal Star Awards for rushing to the rescue of a Bottisham village college pupil yeah and um, I read about this uh, when it came out and. Um, this dog is he's, uh. he's so cute and you know and I think it's so cool that dogs are able to do this. So um, Cameron, do you want to tell us a bit more about the story? Well, yeah. Firstly, I would advise everyone just to go and check this out because he is an absolute stunner. He's <laughs> absolute stunner. I'm very much a dog person. And yeah. He's absolutely gorgeous. Um, but he's a German Spitz who's about four years old and he's a rescue dog from the Serbia-Bosnian border, which Ooh. I find fascinating actually. Yeah. yeah. And. Um, I think it's just interesting to see what well what's been going on here actually. Um, yeah, yeah. Go on, so, you take it. Yeah, yeah. So fine. So, um, so they're in a school environment. Chance is there with a student who has um, these, you know, epileptic fits. Yeah, yeah. And um, minutes before, you know, she, um, this student slumped over to the floor having the fit. Mm. Um, Chance kind of like intervened and gave, you know, lots of warning yep. and um, allowed her to lay down rather than fall. Hero. And just like, yeah, just a, just a really, really heroic dog. And, um, you know, following the incident, her family, you know, nominated him for the Animal Star Awards as Animal Hero of the Year. And um, the ceremony will be held on Saturday, yeah. November 26th. So be there. Yeah, be there. <laughs> be there. That no, sounds great. And also, I would like to point out, Chance does have his own Instagram page. Um, does he? He does indeed. It's at Chance underscore the underscore therapy underscore dog underscore. Do how, what you've got to do, people. How many underscores? <laughs> Say that <laughs> Quite again. Quite a lot of underscores. But <laughs> <laughs> we invite you to check this, this out because... Definitely. That Instagram page as well, I imagine, must be amazing. So... <laughs> do it <laughs> <laughs> all right all right well we are now heading 
you know, we're we're pretty much at the end of the episode, Cameron. How how has it been going so far? You know, have you ever, have you ever sat down with a microphone for this long? Uh, yes, actually, at university, oh. I did oh, do a okay. couple of these sort of yeah. things. But I'm I'm delighted to make my debut. It's been a seven yeah. out of ten performance it's, from it's Cameron Reed. I think ten out of ten at the nah, minute. Honestly, <laughs> so we're just gonna quickly breeze through some mm. events coming up that we yeah. think you guys should check out. So this first one, so. Balaam House Farm Christmas Fair is coming up on the 3rd and 4th of December. Um, you know, this is a great chance to get a little bit festive, you know, with um, it getting closer and closer to Christmas. Um, at the event, you can book and meet Father Christmas in his grotto. Yeah. And, um, you know, he's going to tell you if you've been good or bad. Uh, there's also lots of local stalls and craft holders. And, you know, they'll be trying to give you just some, like, perfect Christmas gifts or gift ideas for your family. There'll also be opportunities to feed animals. Mm. And, you know, each child will receive a free bag of animal food upon, you know, coming down. And it just sounds like a really fun, a really fun yeah. thing, you know. So, so Cameron, how can, people, how can people get in touch? How can people book up or... Well, what I would do, being the slightly younger generation, is go on the Facebook events and, and just type in Balaam Christmas Fair, which is spelt B-A-Y-L-H-A-M, for those who nice. are listening, maybe, um, and get involved there. Um, and then I would also like to suggest another potential thing people can do for Christmas. Go ahead, right? go ahead, go ahead, let's so hear it. It's a, a nice little twist, actually, on Christmas. Um, Kentwell Hall are doing a Dickensian Christmas experience. So that's a Charles Dickens kind of vibe Ooh, going on there. Yeah, yeah it's quite Dickensian. exciting. Yeah, no, I've yeah. never heard of that word before, <laughs> for the record, but I like what they've done with that. I like it. So you can meet the Kentwell Hall's owner, which is quite nice, and then you also meet, of course, Father Christmas and his sleigh. And um, a mother Christmas too, as well, which is a nice little twist. Ooh. weren't expecting that, were you, people? No, no. no. And so one family at a time, and you just go and say hello and just see what happens. You see what happens. No, that, that sounds great. No, yeah. really, really great. Yeah. So um, it's it's best for the um, that event to book online in yeah. advance to avoid later disappointment. Yeah. So um, if you want to book up just head to kentwell.co.uk forward slash events and the Dickinson Christmas will come up hopefully. Hopefully, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that's great. And um, last little thing for an event. Yeah. What about this one, Cameron? Hit me. Has anyone gone to see the new Black Panther film yet? Well, 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 Sam, I am a an MCU fan, I'm an MCU fan, but I'm yet to see it because the last two weekends I've been busy and I just haven't got around to it yet. Me too, I'm yeah. the same. I, I love a good Marvel film. Yeah. And um, yeah, I, I've, I feel like with all the Disney Plus shows and there's stuff, a there's a lot going, there's a lot going on. on. Yeah. But it's Black Panther 2, yeah, Wakanda Forever. Yeah, you know. um, they're playing it um, you know, all this week in the Abbeygate Cinema yeah. in Barry, Cine World. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's on at the Regal and Stone Market yeah, as well. So, um, yeah, no, great film. But, well, I mean, I don't know if oh, it's great. It's going to be. It's going to be What great, is your favourite MCU film? Oh, it's a tough one, it's isn't it? I don't know. I feel like people who don't like Marvel and stuff, like, oh, are yeah. not going to care right now. But, um, I, have a list oh, on my phone. I would have to say... <laughs> you have a list on your phone? Yeah. All right, what's your favourite, then? Oh, okay. The, the best film in the MCU is Avengers Infinity War. 
for is the that people before listening. Endgame? That's before Endgame. Oh, okay, um, okay. But my favourite character is Iron Man, Tony Stark. Oh, so um, he, any film he's in, basically, yeah. I love. I just think everything about him is brilliant. Nice. I really liked um, Thor Ragnarok. Oh, that's a very good film. That's very good. That's very good I didn't. Film. I wasn't as as keen on the old Love and Thunder. Uh, it was no, a, it dropped off. No, yeah, it it wasn't as good, but. The first one, Ragnarok, with um, Taika Waititi yep. directing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought, brilliant film. What's, you know, people listen. If, you're, if you've got a favourite Marvel film, yeah. let us know. We'd Get love to up. talk about it. I mean, not really I Suffolk could, News, it, is it? But, but, hey. <laughs> All right. And another question for you, because we are now at the end of the episode. Thank you yeah. so much for listening, everyone. Yeah. We really do appreciate Shout it. Out. And we want to ask this week... Mm. What's the best time to get festive? You know, when 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 do you start listening to Christmas music or mm. putting up your tree? Have you already done it? You know, Cameron, Cameron, what are you saying? About uh, well, I'm week? I'm very passionate about this. Oh um, yeah, Sam, I'm very passionate about this. Um, for the listeners out there, oh, my birthday's on <laughs> my birthday's on Christmas Day. Yeah, so <laughs> there, there it is. Um, <laughs> so I kind of well, I'm not I'm not sick of Christmas at all. I just I'm quite numb. For the tradition oh, at this point, because it is on my Christmas. birthday. <laughs> yeah, um, and oh, I, God. I'm quite passionate the fact that Christmas starts in December. So mm. if you're playing Christmas songs early November, or especially straight after Halloween, it, I'm not too sure that's right. Really, I can sympathise <laughs> if it's the late later stages of November. I can sympathise, but yeah, any earlier than that, I think no. there's something uh, no. something up there. <laughs> yeah. No, I think. Yeah, I'm kind of the same. I think my so my mum's birthday yeah. is on like the seventeenth of December. Okay, okay. So we often wait till like after her birthday, then it's like, okay, full Christmas. All guns blazing. All guns blazing. Yeah. Maybe, you know, around that kind of time we'll start thinking about putting up the tree and stuff. Oh that's quite late yeah, though, actually. Yeah, yeah, we are a little bit late. I just think, you know, when you go too early, it's like who was wishing it all away. Yeah. You know, maybe, I think yeah. I think the best part about Christmas is it's like it's not that, you know, it's a short period of time. Exactly. But it's, a, it's a magical piece of time. <laughs> Once a year. That, that you want, you know, and you want to look forward to it. Mm-hmm. And if you if you start it in November, it's like, yeah, I agree with you. Dampening it a little bit, yeah, I, I think. think. I think so. But let us know if we're wrong, you know. Yeah. If, if you're adamant that you put your tree up on the 1st of November, Ooh. let us know. Get in touch. Show yourself. <laughs> Show yourself. <laughs> Send an email to gmspodcast at ilivepublishing.co.uk. And... That's going to be it for this episode. Mm-hmm. So thank you so much, Cameron, for you know being on the show and um, looking forward to recording again next week. We're in a very makeshift whoop, whoop. studio right now, but we'll see if we get that changed yeah. in the future. Um, and yeah, thank you to Marianne Gamey as well for her really nice little report on yeah. the recent education story. Good Morning Suffolk is produced by I Love Media and Suffolk News. And we've been your hosts, Sam Harrison. And Cameron Reed. And Cameron Reed. There we go. (laughs) See you next week, guys. Bye. Bye.